At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hold on to your hats, everybody, because not only is Jake's take season, it's Thursday morning, but there are possible wind gusts of 45 miles per hour on Thursday. So literally, hold on to your hats. Jake, excited to see your face. It's great to feel your presence through the StreamYard camera, as always. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I have a question for you. Yes. Completely unrelated to sports. Mm. I made my name better than 2004 Mm. in honor of the Timberwolves. Mm. But then I was thinking about it, and I'm guessing you don't know the answer. No offense. I am never, ever sure when I should use the word than, like T-H-A-N, mm, mm-hmm. and when to use the word then, T-H-E-N. Hmm. I feel like I'm about a 50-50. Like, I think gosh. you're off on this one. I know. I thought I, I typed it in without thinking, and then I looked at it after I was already in, and I thought it was wrong as well. So the T-H-E-N, in my opinion, which is not expert at all, far from expert, but I have had to use T-H-E-N a lot. And I think in the way that I use T-H-E-N, it's like Jacob went to the store to get dinner, and then he changed his mind to get Subway. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, that, that T-H-E-N. That's an easier one, yes. That's a T-H-E-N. Yeah. Versus like the Timberwolves compared to 2004 – I think that's a T-H-A-N. I think so, too. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so, too. Yeah. I just, I, I've never... You already I, changed it. Wow. I changed it for you. I trust your opinion. Um, <laughs> because I figure when I was... Are you sure about that? Are you sure you want to? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Can you say that one more time? I trust your opinion. <laughs> I mean, what could go wrong when you trust the guy that when I'm walking through the high school way back in the day is sitting in a chair in the hallway... During English class, I mean, maybe when was this? 
I don't know when I was in a freshman. I just remember, yeah. I just remember walking through the hallways once and you were sitting in the hallway reading by yourself. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. What I remember is you being in middle school and me and being in photography class. <laughs> and when you're in photography class, you can do absolutely anything with because the objective is to walk around and take pictures. And I, I'd come out and hang out with your middle school class. I'd say you'd be peeking in every middle school door, trying to looking through the window. <laughs> but I knew which one you were in because you were. What was that teacher's name again? Do you remember? I don't he was know. super. He was super chill with me coming in there and Grayson, talking. maybe Grayson. Yeah, Mister Grayson. Yeah, he was super chill. I did that with your sister too, yeah. where like I walked just walked into her class. It's fun. It's good yeah. times. Um. Lots of discuss today, mm-hmm. rather than thens or thens. Rather than or rather than. Well, if we're going to discuss <laughs> words, I always struggle with effect and effect. That's that one gets the me biggest one for me. I yeah. always struggle with that one where I'm just like, okay, this seems like an effect moment. Or is this an affected moment? Like, I feel like effect is like before something happens. Like, I feel like I'm never how will this tornado this, yeah. affect this area versus the tornado affected this area? Yeah, I, I feel like I use like effect like most of the time and I'm just never mm-hmm. confident enough to pull off the effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because no one's gonna really judge if you say effect for everything with an E. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that's kind of the default and then you're going on a limb if you're saying effect. Right. Taking a risk. Mm-hmm. Grammatically speaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I would say Carl Anthony Towns not getting into a fight despite Pat Beverly's comments afterwards with Draymond Green mm-hmm. affected yes. the Timberwolves outcome greatly in their defeat over the Golden State Warriors. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was the effect it had. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Look, at yeah. Yeah. Look at us. Just... English historians. Just, I mean, that's amazing. It's amazing. Well, you've got a full beard. I've got a mustache. I look a little Mexican, but uh, with the policy board right now at the border, I don't have to worry about getting kicked out of the country, so I'm going with it. Uh, I don't know how long I'll go with it, but uh, good things, good things. Lots to discuss on this episode of the pod. Vikings win again, six and four after they defeated the New Orleans Saints. Josh Dobbs has an amazing first half. Earlier this week, I said that this gives me 2009 Brett Favre to Sydney Rice vibes. Like, that's how excited I was watching Vikings versus Saints with Josh Dobbs leading the way. Second half was a different story. Saints made adjustments. Dobbs looked a little bit more tame. Mm-hmm. Kevin O'Connell was criticized for a little conservative fourth quarter offense. Give me, give me your reactions to all of it. The first half, the dominance, the second half, the, 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 the difficulty and the conservative play calling. Yeah. I mean, it, it feels almost more like Keenumi, right? It's the out of what? nowhere Keenumi, like case Keenumi. Oh, case Keenumi. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just because it's a little more out of nowhere. It's a guy who hasn't done it in the past. Um, there's just a little magic to it. Now, obviously, Brett Favre had magic, but 
we kind of expected Brett Favre to have some magic. Yeah. Um, but no, Dobbs is doing what, I mean, clearly he's above average, right? That's probably the best we can say about him. He's looked better than above average the last two games, but, you know, it, he's going to come back to earth a little bit. And this Monday, this Sunday night might be when it starts because also in that at Denver game is looking pretty, pretty tough. Mm. Um, but no, it, yeah. And I, if you watched or listened to or heard Kevin O'Connell, talk about the play calling in the second half. You know, he said, yeah, you know what? I'm going to have to go back. Um, he didn't say he necessarily did it wrong, but he said, I want to look and see if we can get better. See if I do need to be more aggressive, see what I see, what I can do better and what we can do better as a team to, you know, cause at the end of the day, they still won. Right. I mean, when you're up by that much, you're up 24 to three, right. You just got to kind of get to the end of the game and you're going to be okay. Now, obviously, yes, it's great. If you win 48 to 10, but, there also is some truth to saying, hey, let's just get to the end of the game. You know, don't make any big mistakes. Don't throw any interceptions or fumbles. You know, just play sound, you know, defense. Um, and they kind of did that for the most part. The Saints mm-hmm. made some adjustments. and But at the end of the day, they still, it wasn't ever really. I mean, Jameis Winston was always going to Jameis Winston in that game. True. I said earlier this week that, like, the only player that could have got him back in that game was Jameis Winston. And the only player that could have gave away the game was Jameis Winston. He did both. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, that throw across his body was like the s- sweetest throw. Like I've seen oh, in a while. It was so crazy. <laughs> For, like Byron Murphy, like stopped playing defense. Cause it's like, well, there's no chance this throw comes over here. And then he just absolutely pinpoints it right over the cornerback, right to the receiver. That was insane. That was the full Jameis Winston experience. Um, but yeah, no Vikings are looking good. There's no, you know, we'll see now with Madison probably missing Sunday. Um, yeah. You know, if Ty Chandler, I mean, he looked explosive in his carries and his he did uh, um, his set. So you know that touchdown that was called back because that's the other thing too, right? If they, if that touchdown just stands, right? You know, we have another seven points. It's you know the arguments about conservative this or that probably go away, right? If there's just totally. one, one less flag, so. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. also hard to be too. I mean, I, I thought it was fine. You know, could they have been better? Sure. It was a little conservative, but yeah. I also gave him the benefit of the doubt because Josh Jobs has only been here for 11 days. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the defense was dominating besides two, two, besides two throws by Jameis Winston in that game. Yeah. Right. There's no need to be extra risky if you don't have to be. And they obviously, again, they won the game, so it worked. You know, might not have worked perfectly, but it worked. So. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, thanks for listening today. Uh, <laughs> right, seriously. This, I literally just had a brain fog moment where I just like, hmm. that's right. Um, so, do you expect a victory over the Broncos or not? I don't know, man. I mean, mm, the Broncos just beat Josh Allen. The Broncos just beat uh, Patrick Mahomes. They've got some good victories. They I mean, you're in love. They beat you in love. <laughs> they kept it close with the Dolphins. Yeah, they didn't. That was seventy to twenty. But um, <laughs> and honestly, I do think that it's kind of national level. Like, I do think that game's kind of tainting everyone's opinion of the Broncos. Like, mm-hmm. and and just their bad start in general, right? They just kind of there's especially like fantasy football or just any sport too, like. What happens at the beginning of the season, you kind of cement in your brain as like that is who they are. 
And same with like the Vikings defense, right? If you would have watched the first two games, you just people assume oh, the Vikings have a bad defense, you know. Yeah. And same with the Broncos, kind of the same thing. It's like, but look at the last, you know, smaller sample size, right? Three, four, five games, whatever the case is. The Broncos are one of the best defenses lately. Russell Again, Wilson has actually been very impressive this year as well. Right. Like, yeah, he has been criticized a lot over the last year or two. Mm-hmm. 18 touchdowns, four interceptions. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, he's been they're right. Their offense has been above average, and then their defense has been great as of late. Um, which is a you know, that's very similar to the Vikings, right? It's the mm-hmm. Vikings defense was pretty bad to begin with. They were much, much better now. Offense is I don't know if it's elite necessarily with Josh Dobbs, but it's good enough, it looks like. Um so yeah, it'll be an interesting you know, battle in terms of the defenses. And I mean, really anytime you're a night game at Denver, that's not, even if they are bad, that's not Mm -hmm. the easiest game in the world to win. Um, So yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it's, I didn't even see what the line was this week. Did you see? I I think think Broncos were one or two. I thought I saw. Yeah. Yeah. After Sunday, I think I saw the Broncos favored by two points. Okay. That's about right. I mean, it's Mm kind of just a, that's basically two points of home field advantage and otherwise it's a toss up. And that's probably about right. Um, So I'd like to think Dobbs is a little more magic than Russell Wilson at this point, but obviously again, Russell Wilson's pass, he has plenty of, you know, he's kind of Dobbs like in terms of his magic. So we'll see. Totally. Well, let's move on to the Timberwolves here. Mm. Wow. At one point after they beat the Warriors the second time, they were the number one team at the Western conference. Mm-hmm. And that was like a minute or two because then the Nuggets defeated the Clippers and then they moved back into number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just got annihilated by the uh, Phoenix Suns. A schedule loss, though. It's a schedule. It was a schedule loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 133 to 115, something like that. Uh, Draymond Green, the chokehold on Rudy Gobert. Um, Bush League. Stupid. I, I'm just not. Well, I really dislike the Pat Beverly's the Draymond Greens of the world. I yeah. feel like they're so fake tough. Yeah. I don't know. Like it's just I, I look at what they do on the court and they're smack talking the entire game. And I'm so glad Draymond Green isn't on our team. And I hear all these people say he's got such a high basketball IQ. And he does to some degree good passer, good rebounder, uh has a little bit of a floater game. He used to get trouble doubles all the time, but the older he gets, it's just like the more dislike I have for the guy. Mm-hmm. If you have an entire yeah, like mixtape of like cheap plays, like that's probably a problem. I was watching yeah. one. I was watching one this morning. You know, he's stomp. He's stomped on people, and he's punching people, and he's you know all just the stuff that he's done. Um, yeah, I mean. We, I was talking to a buddy about this, and, and I know it's not perfectly comparable, but just as a thought exercise, if Draymond Green did that to somebody randomly on the street, like, I think you'd probably miss more than five days of work. <laughs> you know? like Because yeah. like I was in a group chat, and then someone who doesn't really follow basketball, they're just kind of like, could technically, could like Rudy Gobert file charges? Hmm. And I was like, I mean... I don't know, probably, like, again, unprompted, he's getting absolutely, like, choked. Yeah. And, like, and won't let go. Like, you could probably 
make a case that there's some sort of minor level of assault or minor level of whatever, you know, whatever the right terms are, but some sort of offense that Draymond Green probably has committed by, I mean, again, unprompted putting a guy in a chokehold for however long that was. I mean, that's not common basketball behavior. Mm -hmm. Um, Five games feels a little light. um, I remember when a cameraman stepped right in front of Devante Adams when he was leaving the field like a year or two ago. Oh, yep, yep. And like, my natural reaction would just be like, it's unprompted. You just stepped right in front of him just to push him over. Well, then the cameraman actually filed suit against Devonte Adams that you know he got a concussion, he hurt him. Well, it's like, well, yeah. maybe you shouldn't have walked right in front of him. Right. Um, so there's you've seen now that's not a player to a player doing that kind of thing, uh, but you've seen similar things like that before. Right. And obviously, I mean, I, I highly doubt Rudy Gobert ever would, or they would probably, you know, you know, with the players union, I don't know if that would create problems. But I mean, if you were, you know, just sitting there and listening to a case, I mean, it's the video evidence is pretty aggressive. Like it's pretty clear what's happening. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just this minor note that's like, oh, it's kind of, never thought about that. But how, yeah. how shocked are you by the Timberwolves? I think they're like, but are they eight and three now? They were eight yes. and two. Yes. How shocked are you by what we're seeing right now? Like I personally mm-hmm. am shocked because. I'm not so. I should be careful how I word this because we have the exact same team as last year, besides Mike Conley. And like he came in the second part of the year. And Cat's back. But at the beginning of the year. Correct. Yeah. At the beginning of the year, we have these. He didn't get hurt until. Yeah. What? Late November? Early December? Yeah. So, yeah, he missed a lot of games. But, um, anyways. We had the same team at the beginning of the yes, year for the yeah. first few games, and then he got hurt like game 12, 13, 14, something like that. Like, the Timberwolves are actually playing good basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, they're playing defense. They're moving the ball offensively. They're hitting shots when they need to. And my goodness, I don't think I would ever say these words ever. Carl Anthony Towns, the mm-hmm. last few games, has actually been poised. Mm-hmm. He's actually stepped into a role of like, okay. You're open. You're a great three-point shooter. You're going to knock it down. Mm-hmm. And when there's a hole to attack, attack. But if it's not there, you're going to kick it out. You're not just going to hoist some stupid attack to the rim up and act like you got fouled. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe what I've watched from Towns like these last four games. Yep. As much as the, obviously he's the easy punching bag on the Wolves team usually. Um yeah, for the last week, he doesn't deserve to be the punching bag. He's been phenomenal. Um, fitting in and doing his part, it's been great. Um, Gobert, again, they're not just funneling everything to him and leaving him on an island. Their defense has been better. I saw, this is from a few days ago, so it would be a little out of date. But for the uh, average points per 100 possessions, okay? Mm-hmm. So defensively, we're talking defense. Yeah, we have the number one defense in the NBA. Well, that's what I was going to get to. So the yeah. worst team in the league was like 105 points per 100 possessions the league average was like 95 or something like that 94 95 um the second best team was 88 i think it was or 87 i don't remember 87 or 88 and the wolves were at 82 Hmm. for first in the nba yeah so just they're not even just like oh they're better like they're like the best by a good margin Mm -hmm. um and you're right mike conley has been the perfect adult in the room and just if 
you could read every single one of Mike Conley's quotes and it brings like a smile yeah. to your face that like he's think about the difference between having I mean because that's the difference D'Lo last year to yeah. Mike Conley is, that was the most obvious trade that was going to be a good thing for the Timberwolves like when that right. trade happened it was so obvious that was the right trade to make yep and D'Lo obviously scores a little more points he's a little flashier has potential but Conley, they don't they don't need that. That's what Cat and Ant are for, mm-hmm. is like the flashiness and the high scoring games and whatever. Like they don't need a third guy to do that. They need an adult in the room. You know, everything Conley's talking about is like mentoring Ant, helping him be a better player. Like he said, the most proud of him he's been so far was like, you know, he ripped him for taking step back threes. Like, hey, the three's not falling. Like, get to the rim, get to, get some pull up J's. Like, get comfortable. And then Ant started doing it and was successful. I think that was two games ago. Mm-hmm. Um, which <laughs> I saw those quotes, the ones you just referenced, mm-hmm. and my first reaction was, <laughs> "This is coming across as like this massive IQ moment for Mike Conley." And to be, I mean, to be fair, Anthony Edwards gave him credit after the game. Yeah, but the fact that it's a little bit of a shot towards Anthony Edwards because the fact that you're one for nine from the three point line through this game. And it's the fourth quarter, and your shot's not fallen. How is it not obvious to you that maybe you should stop shooting three pointers and maybe attack the rim as one of the best rim attackers in the NBA? My own, my own. You're right. My only counter would maybe just be that, like, when you're that good, like when you're Ant Edwards level good, yeah, you, you just assume you're gonna get out of it. You know what I mean? Like. Mm. It's not okay. even arrogance, but you're just, you're so good that you're, you're confident. like, you're so confident that you're just like, yeah, I'm going to hit the next one. And it doesn't even really, you know, and then again, your coach probably telling you to do that's something fair. different doesn't. And again, that's not an excuse necessarily. Like, cause it, just the idea that Conley, you know, as the point guard and the veteran, like he has the influence to be able to tell Ant something and Ant's actually mm-hmm. going to listen. Yeah. You know? Which, which is powerful. And then, again, that uh, the Warriors game, not last night, or two, was it two nights ago? We played them twice. We played them I know. Sunday Whichever one we kindly hit the three on, right? That was, that was Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. You know, Ant was driving into the hoop, saw the help, threw it to Conley, wide open three. Like, you know, obviously that helps Conley, so Conley loved it. But, no, Conley, it's just the idea that, like, I we have a good enough team that you don't have to do everything in these moments because I feel like we've talked about that in the past where, you know, the last two minutes of offense is Ant forty feet from the hoop hoping something mm-hmm. happens, which sometimes yeah. that's good, but that can't be your your sole offense, and that's what the Wolves have been better at lately too. So totally, yeah, hundred percent agree. Um, I had a thought and I forgot it now. Darn it! Sure, it was a good one, but yeah, to the point of Conley. That is like the best addition by subtraction trade in like the Wolves history. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Here's a question for you. It might have not been my thought. It might have been my thought. I had this thought earlier, but I don't know if it's the thought that I had. Which team advances further in the playoffs if both teams make the playoffs? The Vikings or the Timberwolves? Which team would you give more chances to advance? Like, so the NBA got best of seven. NFL just got to win one to advance. Do you count Vikings any, or Timberwolves? Is I assume out of the first round would be the comparison because like the playing game wouldn't count. Does it? Yeah, the playing game wouldn't count. Hopefully the Vikings are in, in the playoff right, game. They yeah. should be, but you never know. 
Mm-hmm. Um, totally. Yeah. That's tough. Cause I think the wolves have, are set up better for more repeated success. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. But then again, they'd have to beat a series where I don't know, you know, say they say they end up being the three seed, let's say they fall yeah. off a little bit, but they're still in it. Or even if they're the four seed, whatever, right. you know, you're playing, still playing a really good team lakers or maybe the clippers if they figure it out or you're playing maybe the suns depending on how they to handle the regular season yeah. the kings who are still fine like yeah it's not a no you get seven games to do it so you, generally speaking the better team you know is going to win four out of seven but you never right know. now the timberwolves are the three seed and okay. the team we would be facing would be the sacramento kings and and again they were the three seed last year you know like they have a talented roster like Again, I would probably pick the Wolves, but it scares me a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then the Vikings on the other side, they're a little less set up for success, but they're going to be a seven-seeder, may- maybe at best a six-seed, right? Yeah. Which means you're playing the two-seed or the three-seed, which means that's probably the 49ers, the Cowboys. Um, right now, I actually think it's the Lions. Or the Lions. I think it's the Lions right now because they got the two losses. The 49ers have the three losses. And Eagles Cowboys, are Cowboys are a wild card, so that's wrong. So they'd be the they'd be the five. Yeah, the four seed so. would be uh, the Falcons or Saints or whoever the heck comes out of that crap division. <laughs> so so really, right now it would be the Lions. Seed. So it'd be the Lions again. That it, can anything happen? Absolutely. Oh, I guess if it's the Lions. That's not super scary as in terms of. Yeah, I don't but hate playing Jared like... Goff in the playoffs. Now the Lions are clearly better still. Yeah, and we right. could lose by thirty still because their mm-hmm. offense is insane. But just in terms of like, if I have to face a playoff quarterback, Jared Goff's like not the scariest in the like. I'd rather play him than, you know, Hurts or, uh, well, I guess um, Purdy, Dak. There's not a lot of great quarter. That's what's crazy this year. How many quarterbacks are just out this year mm, among the whole league? I mean, there's a lot. Just Watson and Rodgers and Cousins and just. There's a lot of crappy quarterback play too. Yeah, exactly. Daniel Jones, not that he's any good, but he's out. Um, mm-hmm. I miss it. There's like a bunch of starting quarterbacks that have either missed a decent amount of time or a lot of time. And then you have all the crappy ones too, where it's like the Falcons have started Heineke or Ritter, and I don't know. Mac Jones has been Mac awful. Jones and other guy, yeah, it's just yeah. But There's a lot of teams in need of a quarterback right. next draft, and it'll be fun to watch the movement or maybe lack thereof because are the bears who are likely going to have the number one overall pick going to trade Justin Fields to draft a Caleb Williams, or are they going to ride with Justin Fields? Lots of fun conversations are going to be had in the next six months. But anyway, all that is to say, I think the wolves get to the second round. I don't know if the Vikings get to the second round. Yeah. Right. I think the Wolves are also just more likely to make the playoffs. I think it's still very possible that the Vikings could miss the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, you know, hypothetically, would... hypothetically, let's say both teams advance past the first round. The Vikings would most likely play the Eagles on the road. <laughs> <laughs> that goes well. We competed with them earlier, 34-28. I think we lost in like week two or something. Yeah. Week two. Um, but that was with Kirk Cousins. Yeah. The Timberwolves, so if they beat the Sacramento Kings, how does this work? 8-1 plays, 3-6 plays, 2-7 plays. Then we would play 2-7. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'd play the two. It's like this. Who's the two right now? The so, Dallas Mavericks oh, yeah, or Mavericks. Golden State Warriors. You mm. probably like the Timberwolves' chances higher than the Vikings there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Neither so, are great chances, but the fact that mm-hmm. the Wolves are, I mean, this is the most fun the Wolves have been since 2004, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, longest win streak since 2004. Are we better than two? Like, that's Garnett to Ant. What do you think? You're picking yeah. <laughs> It's pretty fun, I must say. Garnett was crazy good MVP that year. Maybe I next think. year would be if Ant continues yeah. to progress into an MVP type player. The media loves Ant. I was saying it crazy. is fun to see the national media like mm-hmm. praising Ant as like this guy could be like a top five player in the NBA, mm-hmm. like a face of the league kind of guy. Yeah, um, it's fun to see national guys jump on board with that too, and just give Minnesota a little bit of love for that. I mean, it's not really Minnesota, just give Ant some love for that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Totally. I mean, really, in terms of superstardom, is there like he's the perfect superstar, right? For any sport, but like basketball specifically, like I think it's surprising how short he is. Yeah, when you when you look at Ant sending next to Jaden McDaniels. Jaden McDaniels is like five inches taller than well, him. Well, Jaden's like six nine though, isn't he? Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Anthony Edwards, I never realized he's only six right? four. Six, yeah, he's only six, six four. four. That's not very tall. Six four is not very tall at all. Jordan no. was six six, and he, everyone's comparing him to Jordan. His scout earlier this yeah. week said something like he's the next Jordan, but he's only six four. I will. I maybe listen to this, Rand. I went to the doctor a few weeks ago. Yeah. And they were. The did they nurse, tell you how tall you're going to be one day? No. Oh. The nurse like took you know did the temperature or not the temperature the weight and the height and all that stuff, and then I so I stood there for the height, and she was like, "Wow, how tall are like how tall are you?" I was like, I'm "Like six, six. And she you know she does the thing. She's like six one and a half. Wow, that's so tall. And I was like, not, I'm like, it's average. not really that tall. Average. <laughs> average. I mean, how, average how is, tall is this nurse? <laughs> She wasn't, I don't know. I didn't really pay attention. She was normalish. I don't know. Yeah. How no. old was this nurse? Well, that's the other part. I, and I'm sure you found this where I'm old enough now, and obviously you as well, being a few years older than I am, where people younger than us have like prominent roles. And it just feels kind of weird. Like, it's like she was a nurse who was clearly younger than me. I'm like, I suppose like she went to nursing school and graduated as a nurse now, but it just yeah. feels kind of like. You know, it's like if you have a friend who's a doctor, like a young doctor, like, are you sure you should be a doctor? But you're like, oh, <laughs> right. and maybe I'm like, I'm just old. It's not that they're young, really. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You kind so of advance past that, you know, second season. Like when I was 23, 24 years old, eight, nine years ago, when I was looking for a girl to date when I was single, I started to see if they had rings on their finger. Versus when I was 18, 19 years old, I wasn't doing that anymore. <laughs> that's so, that's so I don't know. Anyway. I thought that was a good point. Yeah, that's a great point. All, yeah, all, all that is to say is she literally spent the next like five minutes talking about how tall I was. She's like, is your dad tall? I was like, like six. You're taller than your dad, right? Yeah, he's about the same. He's like six one. Okay. And it's like, like, are your brothers tall? Are you famous? Do you have, like, I don't know. It's about the same. 
<laughs> I was like, I just was I'm like, she's a nurse, so she checks in how many people a day. Yeah. Is everyone over in Litchfield just five foot seven? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Just a giant out here. I don't know. It was just it was, <laughs> right. it was, I was sitting there, it was just the most bizarre thing. Yeah. She was like flabbergasted. You're Goliath. Yeah. To these people. I was like, what happens if like a six foot five person walks in the door? Is she just like does she quit on the spot? She thinks it's fake. I think right now there's like this test that they'll do when my daughter turns two years old where they can figure out how tall she's going to be when she's older. Like, I don't know how they measure. They measure something in their wrist, I think, where. Yeah, I never did that. I know like even like ki- like kids when they do their physicals and stuff like, you know, all, like some fifth grade. Talk about an experience that's oh gross. The... I'll never forget my first physical. Well, that's true. Yeah, well, yeah. Hey, drop your pants. What? <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. But yeah, they're all saying, like they'd be like, I don't know what. The, yeah, what, however they look at the growth plates or whatever. Like, oh, the doctor says I'm supposed to be six foot eight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Whatever. Our daughter might be tall. Five ten, mom. Six three, dad. Is there any chance she's not at least five ten? Yeah, it seems unlikely. Mm-hmm. Is it also like any chance she's not like the lankiest? <laughs> Like I feel like she's gonna have some extremely awkward physical years where she has totally. she's tall, skinny, and has long limbs that just fly around when she's trying <laughs> to play sports. Good luck trying to make it through this passing lane offensively, other team. Yeah, <laughs> the middle school. I feel like the middle school years could be, you know, a fun challenge for her physically. And then when she she's gonna hit her stride, then she's gonna be a just dominant defensive wing <laughs> in basketball. Yeah. Yeah. That'd right. be fun. That'd be cool. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to discuss? I don't know. I ran so. through our list. That was the list. That was a rundown. Wild yeah. suck. Huh? Wild suck. Yeah. Apparently, apparently they do. I thought you'd be in Sweden, by the way. That's what I was. Yeah. Asking. I'm not in Sweden. You want to go to Sweden? I'm not in Sweden. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's for the wild art. It's, it's kind of crazy. They play, I mean, it's our time, but they played 10 a.m. on Saturday and then like 7 a.m. on Sunday. Yeah. Well, it's London, right? For the NFL. Where I know. London yeah, games yeah, yeah. are like 7.30, yeah. 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. I just And I kind of just mean having back-to-back games. Oh, they have back-to-back. Yeah, that early. Like, so like, you know. I, I wasn't listening that closely, I guess. Yeah. So Saturday morning. And again, their time, it's like 6, like 6 p.m. or whatever it is. It's seven hours ahead. Um uh, they play at 10 a.m. and then Sunday they play at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. So they play back to back. Yeah, but I suppose if you're there, get you know they have four four teams there, play two games and get out. So mm-hmm. it makes sense. But yeah, I thought you'd be in Sweden with your big 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 boy. Yeah, drink. I'm in Sweden. Okay. Here's a random thought: Isn't it crazy how NFL players or NBA players or hockey players or baseball players when they get traded? So Josh Dobbs when he got traded to the Vikings, he just moved into his house in Arizona. He just had to pick up and leave. Yeah, that is one under just like a new city, a new place. I feel like as fans, it's so we never like think about it. Yeah, right. It's like, oh yeah, I just moved from. It's like our NBA trade machine where you know just yep. you're playing a video game and you trade Curry to the Timberwolves and then he's just on the Timberwolves. Yep. Yeah, they don't. Right, we don't think about like what yeah what a trade means and even just like with free agency, I feel like we just completely discount that. It's like that matters to guys, like mm-hmm. yeah. And gals, can you imagine just having to move for your job? Like, iHeartMedia traded me to SiriusXM, and I just had to pick up and leave and be at SiriusXM tomorrow. Or even just yeah, to use since we're company men, you know, 
I heard Minneapolis trades you from Minneapolis and say, Hey, we need you to be in, you know, Tacoma, you know, Washington go. Yeah. Or we need you to be, you know, just somewhere random. It's like, you need to be at our iHeart station in Wyoming. Go. And you just, 12 hours. You had no choice. Yeah. It just, yeah. it is crazy to think about. Right. And then, that's what who was it? Uh, I think it was Josh Hart. Yeah. And did you see it was last year? I think Josh Hart and Larry Nance. Mm-hmm. So let's see if I can get this right. Nance um, was living, or he they got there was a trade situation that happened, whatever. And Josh Hart, um, I don't remember who was playing, but basically, J- Josh Hart was living in Larry Nance's house, and Larry Nance was living in Josh Hart's yes. house because they were in yes. different. They like traded and switched or whatever, and they were in different cities. So they just lived in each other's houses. Because again, to your point of like, I got to find an apartment or a house. I got to move all my stuff. You know, a lot of those guys will just rent apartments that are fully furnished and not, they don't own stuff to bring, you know, they have stuff. Yeah, why would you? Right. They have some stuff, of course, but they're not hauling, you know, they're not getting the U-Haul and putting in their, you know, futon <laughs> from college. Right. Know, U-Haul. And of course, teams handle a lot of this stuff. Team ha- teams have. Right. They help yeah. guys that call the U-Hauls, and I'm sure they don't even pay for stuff like that. But right, it's just and they an can help set up housing uh, and stuff. But still, it's just yeah. like a lot. You know, sometimes guys end up in hotels for a little bit, or they end yeah. up again. Dobbs was in a hotel for a while. He just got his apartment. Who? Dobbs. Oh yeah, yep. He just got his apartment this week. Yeah. So. On, on top of trying to be one of the 30 best, 32 best quarterbacks in the league, right? Like yeah. Not only are you worrying about all that life stuff, you have to show up and like perform. Right. Yeah, I know we don't give them enough credit, but that's the whole point of professional. Like they're professionals that they that's what's expected that's what they do. of them. You know, that's yeah, why they get paid millions and millions and millions right. of dollars so for you. Hard to feel too bad for them, but yeah, it is you know hard. Yeah, it's difficult. Well, that's all I had. That's yeah. random. That's good enough. Yeah, good enough. <laughs> well, everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of the Minnesota Tim Podcast with Jake's takes Thursday morning. Almost always every single week, unless one of us are out of town, sick, something like that. Jake, as always, I appreciate your willingness to come on and your beauty on the other side of that screen. Yeah, thank you. Same to you. Same to you. Yes, thank you. All right, everyone. Appreciate you listening. Rate, follow. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that little subscribe button. Appreciate you listening and watching. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.